0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea
1: Kay. San Diego. Matlock here filling in for the vacationing Andrea Kay. And I wish I were 102 pounds as Andrea is, but boy, do I have a great show for you tonight? If you wanna ride along? With what we're talking about, you want to talk to me, here's how you do it. At Real Matt Locke, L-O-C-K-E, on Twitter, where I will be monitoring that the rest of this hour. But do I have a great, great show for you. Just when we think that uh, old Putin Pop Joe might be a little bit tired from his trip over to the G7 uh, Summit and his big showdown with Vladimir Putin, we uh, find out today that he's asking Americans, you... Good old Americans to report your potentially radicalized friends and family. I mean, that's fun, right? Just when you think it can't get any worse and that Joe Biden can't do something else to encroach upon your freedoms as a red-blooded true American, we get to find that out. We're going to talk about that here in this first segment. A couple uh, big decisions have come down from the Supreme Court. We're going to talk about those as the hour progresses. Uh, President Trump, former President Trump, is going to visit the Mexican border. That's stirring up a little uh, bee's nest in Washington, D.C. and all over the country. And if we'll get time to, to get to this story, which I hope we will, we're going to talk about Texas because I'm in Fort Worth. I'm not on the border, but I'm in Fort Worth and I'm down here in Texas. And the $250 million payment, down payment to finish the border wall that President Trump started. But let's get to Joe Biden, shall we? I mean, he had a busy last uh, what, four or five days meeting with all the G seven leaders, holding hands, you know, bumping elbows, forgetting his lines, you know, all that good stuff. Well the Biden administration today is attempting it, to roll out know, options for Americans to report what it's gonna, to putting, you know, what their it gonna friend- look like. They're friendly and family members to the government. I wanna think about that for a second. I'm gonna read it again. Because it's crazy on its face, but the Biden administration is attempting to roll out options for Americans to report their friends and family to the government if they suspect that you've been radicalized. <sighs> Here we go. You know, Attorney General Merrick Garland was telling you and, and, and feeding right into old Vladimir Putin who used the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa and the shooting of Ashley Babbitt to, you know, his advantage and tell you how crazy hypocritical America is to call him out for jailing, uh, you know, Alexei uh, Naverly while we're jailing 30 of the insurrectionists of January 6th up on Capitol Hill. And now with the domestic terrorism and white supremacy and all of this stuff, all we're gonna do is rewrite a red flag, wall, a, a red flag law. I mean, you remember the red flag laws, right? You know, they want to get them through to where, you know, guns, your neighbor, your ex-wife, uh, you know, the guy down the street, uh, your crazy ex-lover, your cousin, your aunt, somebody that doesn't agree with you, They just call the police and they say, hey, you know, Matlock down the street there, he's a crazy lunatic. He's got a bunch of firearms. I think you should go investigate him. This is going to end really well, right? I mean, this is going to end real well when you've got snitches that want to turn you in to your government because they suspect that you might be radicalized. I mean, let's get into this story, shall we? So in a conversation with reporters, one senior administrative official explained the importance of stopping politically-fueled violence before it started. He says, quote, we will work to improve public awareness of federal resources to address concerning or threatening behavior before the violence occurs. Are we in the minority report here? Do we have the precogs that are going to tell you before you break the law, I mean, are we at that point now? Because, you know, they're concerned about violence before it occurs. But the official side of the Department of Homeland Securities, if you see something, say something campaign to help stop radical Islamic terror as a domestic possibility. Now, I know you guys are very smart out there. I know Andrea Kay has a fantastic audience. I've got one of the, the smartest audiences in the country, the Matt Locke show. And I'm telling you, you guys are thinking the same thing I'm thinking, right? I mean, you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. So what's the deal here if Oh, there we are. We're back. I lost my computer. I think we're back. It's weird. Everything just went I had like a power surge. Can you hear me? Producer guy?
0: He's back. Back on the air. Matt Locke, you are indeed
1: live. Oh, good. Thank you, sir. I had a power outage. I'm so sorry. All of a sudden, everything went, zeep!
0: As Pudding it, Joe would say, uh, I guess proof of the pudding is in the eating or something like that. I think
1: the Russians are listening. I think Vladimir is on the other end of the Andrea Kay show here on The Answer in San Diego. I think they're, they didn't like what I was saying. But uh, let me get back to, to what I was saying. It? Yes, I think it does. Thank you, DJ. Carrot uh, Carrot sticks. My apologies. Everything just went down. It was This is what happens when you're not in the studio and I'm halfway across the country in Texas and not in California, and then some crazy stuff happens. I mean, it's the Kremlins. But I think Russia's listening to us. But here's the thing. We're all asking the same question, right? We're all, we're all seeing the Department of Homeland Security. You know, they're telling us, if you see something, say something. Well, we've been watching Antifa burn down Democrat cities for a year. More than that, I see it. I'm now saying it. Where's the Department of Homeland Security? Where, where, where did they go? What happened to them? What's going on? What do we know about this? You know, I, I, I see something. Please listen to me, right? I know you're thinking it out there because every common sense American out there thinks the same thing. White terrorism is not the biggest threat to America. It's not. The biggest threat to America is the Democrat Party. And literally, they're not Democrats anymore. They're outright communists. I mean, it makes sense that Joe would want to go talk to Vladimir Putin, you know, in Sweden or Geneva or wherever the heck he was at. It would make sense because that's what the left wants. They want complete control of you. And they want that to have the ability to turn you in. They want their, their their little gulags. They want their little red, their little brown shirts. They want the stormtroopers. They want the ability to turn you in. And they, look, I'm seeing something. I'm saying something right now. Does my voice matter? Of course not. I'm Matt Logg. He's goofy. He's crazy. He's just on the radio, right? Well, I'm just like you. I'm a concerned citizen. I don't, want, I don't want my cities burnt to the ground. I don't want Minneapolis on fire. I don't want, you know, shootings in Chicago or Atlanta or L.A. I mean, these have all become cesspools. Matt, maybe that makes us conspiracy theorists. Well, it does. But, you know, that's the whole thing, DJ. Here's the thing. Conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theory came from the Warren report. It came when JFK got assassinated because he was going to investigate the Fed. And, of course, the government came in behind it and said, well, don't ask any of the questions. Don't ask questions. You know, you're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, is it a conspiracy when the facts start adding up in your favor? I mean, I say this all the time. I'm banned on YouTube, right? I've got three strikes. I can no longer upload my show because I tell the truth. You know, I put up about COVID and hydroxychloroquine and I talked about the vaccines and I talked about how the election had some improprieties, you know, where attorney generals and governors were changing the the laws and the rules right before everybody voted. And then, you know, all the ballot boxes didn't get picked up and votes coming in in the middle of the night and YouTube didn't like that. You know, what's really crazy about all of this is we're now finding out it's true. I was called every name in the book. I was called a conspiracy theorist. I was called a wacko, nut job, right wing domestic terrorist. You name it. All this is right here, kids. It's a gateway. This is a gateway to take away your rights. And it's so, I mean, it's so hypocritically hilarious to watch puddin' pop Joe Biden sit there and tell you, That we're all born with rights. Of course we are. They're called unalienable rights. They come from our creator. They don't come from the government. And to listen to Joe Biden tell you that, you know, you just yield your rights to your government. He's absolutely, he is off the plantation. He's sunsetting. Somebody give that guy a cognitive test because old Ronnie Jackson says it probably is something that needs to happen. Now, since taking office, President Joe Biden has consistently warned about the rise of political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism. And earlier this month, the president described white supremacy as the most lethal threat to the homeland today. I mean, it's not Antifa. It's not Black Lives Matter. It's not black on black crime. I mean, let's not look at any of that. It's you crazy uh, melatonin-less white people. In addition to the campaign to encourage Americans to report their loved ones, the administration is also hoping to leverage technology companies to increase their information sharing. Let's do a social media credit score like China. Yay. I mean, are we having fun yet? Are we having fun yet? This is a gateway slippery slope to you losing a lot of your rights and your neighbors are going to turn into snitches. Isn't that fantastic? And my wife yells at me because we live in a suburb in Texas and I have a litmus test for my neighbors. If you're not conservative, I don't know you. You're not my friend. And that's where we're at in the country today, unfortunately, because you can't deal with something like this. Let me leave you with this quote before we head to a break. Any particular tech company often knows its own platform very well, the official noted, but the government sees things, I'm sure they do, actually threats of violence across all platforms. They see the relationship between online recruitment, radicalization, and violence in the physical world. Are they seeing the...
0: Oh, Matt, we have you back. You dropped out. We'll wait here for Matt to reconnect. Otherwise, we'll take an early break right here on the Andrea K. Show. Matt, you there? Okay, we will reconnect with Matt. We're going to go to a break here on the Andrea K. Show right here. It's The Answers San Diego. Matt Locke filling in for Andrea K. More coming up. <laughs> Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter
2: at Andrea K Show.
0: And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay.
1: Spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: You're listening to the Andrea K-Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: All right, welcome back, Matt Locke, filling in for the vacationing Andrea K. And we're going to stay on the air as long as Russia or the U.S. government will allow. I apologize about the gremlins in the line here, but for some reason I've had a couple little glitches, but we'll get by it here. Welcome back to the program. My name is Matt Locke. I'm the host of the Matt Locke Show. You can listen to me every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, where all podcasts can be found. I talk about politics, and I talk about politics very patriot patriotically. I love this country, and that's why I do radio. And it's an honor. I mean, it literally is an honor to be filling in for Andrea. Her and I are very good friends. We go way back. And when she asked me, I'm like, absolutely. What? I, I hope I can hold it down the way she does. I mean, she's got all kinds of gadgets. And DJ Karis sticks telling me we got pudding pop, you know, hits and stingers and all kinds of things. Just play it, DJ. Just pl- I want to hear it.
2: The proof of the, you know, is going to be in eating the pudding. Be, you know, the pudding. You know, what's it going like? to look like?
1: That uh, Joe does. I know. I mean, a genius, a true genius running this country. It's so amazing. And we talked about that in the first segment. Hey, if you want to be part of the of the conversation, I'm at real Matt Locke, L-O-C-K-E over on Twitter. I've got it up. Last name's L-O-C-K-E. But you can find me over there. But the Supreme Court, we're into June. And as all of you know, because you're amazing listeners of the Andrea Casey.
0: Uh looks like we're being slightly jammed again. Are you there, Matt Lock? DJ Taterskins here just waiting for Matt Lock to come back. Otherwise, we will get into a best of segment here, but we're waiting for Matt Lock to return from the Gremlins. All right, we're going to go to a best of segment here and when Matt Lock returns, We'll get back to more of the live Andrea K show. So, the following segment right here on the Andrea K show is pre-recorded. We might jump back in live if Matt Locke reconnects. <laughs> You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Coming at you live from the town and country's second gubernatorial forum here. You know, we had the first forum uh, a little while back. Uh, Tonight's very special, though, because we've got uh, a true celebrity who's thrown her hat in the ring here. And, of course, you guys know I'm talking about Caitlyn Jenner, uh, Olympic champion, uh, television personality, activist, and motivational speaker. And she joins me now
2: on the show. Hi, Caitlyn Jenner. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you such a pleasure to be with you
3: well thank you you know i was telling you before uh, the show that you caught a f- some flack the past couple of days because people were saying you were only doing national shows and you weren't talking to anybody locally and yet here you are you're in san diego and you're on a local show so i'm grateful to have you here
2: well thank you actually all day long uh, i've talked to some of uh, the homeowners or some of the business owners here in, in um, southern california that have been devastated mm-hmm. by gavin newsom and how they've destroyed this economy and so i had an opportunity to talk to them one other tv show i come do this now i speak to the republicans tonight mm-hmm. and then hop in the car and drive back uh, north okay
3: well um Got to get into some questions here, and you know, I'm at. By the way, I'm asking everybody, all the candidates, pretty much the same questions. I might modify them a little bit, but I think that provides the best answers and illuminates the differences with the candidates. Right. Although you're special, So oh, well, well, thank you. I have to say that because <laughs> um, you. you know you have such name recognition. Um, but I, I put it out on the socials today. If you had the opportunity and the and the honor to in, to interview Caitlyn Jenner, what would you ask? Yeah, what would you? And the leading question was, and I want to make sure I get it right. Um, that obviously your career is storied and your name recognition is envied, but what specific qualifications do you have to be top exec of the fifth largest economy in the world?
2: Here's how I feel about it. I am an outsider. I have always run as a Republican. Why? But I'm not your typical Republican. I am what I call an inclusive Republican. And I think that's what the Republican Party needs. The reason I've always been on... The conservative side, because I have conservative economic values. Mm -hmm. I believe in lower taxes, less regulations, and a pro-business environment. We have lost that in California over the last 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. Um, 18,000 companies have left California. Mm -hmm. People are leaving. We lost a congressional seat. The list goes on and on and on how, honestly, this, what has become a socialist government, Mm one-party system in Sacramento has destroyed this state. I come in... As an outsider, I don't know one favor to one person Mm -hmm. in Sacramento, to Mm -hmm. one special interest group. I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. I come in with a free slate. And in doing that, um, I can restore California. Um, California needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Um, We cannot continue to have an economic system that is getting worse and worse. We keep losing people Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a shame. So from my standpoint, I come in with the best qualifications. I'm not the one who gave us, as you call an insider, 13.3% personal income tax. Right. I didn't write 21.2 million words of regulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do all of that. That's all what they did. My job would be to come in as an outsider to fix it. Well,
3: we've only got a couple of minutes left. So, you know, with that being said, I mean, uh, uh, you talk about being inclusive, but we actually had in the last recall, we had a celebrity who said
2: he was. so social- Oh, really? What's his name? <laughs> actually, he was my first phone call when I was, uh, was really he- seriously thinking about it. We've known well, each other for. Since 75.
3: Right. Well, and he, he ran on the platform of being socially liberal and fiscally conservative. And what we found was is that, that it didn't work. It was a disaster because so much of you mentioned. All
1: right. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. I have to apologize. I switched computers. Matt Locke here filling in for Andrea K. I've got some gremlins. I think I think the Russians are listening. Oh, we enjoyed that I'm...
0: fine pre-recorded segment. But now live, Matt Locke <laughs> is back to take over the conservative airwaves and speak truth.
1: I love it. And thank you so much, DJ. I apologize The Supreme Court. We're going to get to this real quick. I got a few minutes. I'll carry it over into the next segment. But the Supreme Court is going to be wrapping up their season, as we'd be calling it, their term, where they're going to rule on a bunch of Came down today. One had to do with Obamacare, and the other one had to do with same-sex adoptions in Philadelphia with the, the Catholic Church. So I want to jump into this real quick. The U.S. Supreme Court rejected a challenge to Obamacare today in California versus Texas on tet- holding a 7-2 ruling that the plaintiffs, some 17 Republican-led states, lack the standing to bring a suit against the law. Where have we heard this before? Why in the world do we keep hearing a lack of standing? Because all a lack of standing is, is you you have no reason to do it. You're lacking the ability to bring this case forward. Now, I want you to think about this because the states wanted the courts to overturn Obamacare. Now, if you'll remember the debacle that is Obamacare, Chief Justice John Roberts bailed out former President Barack Obama. Because if you'll remember, it wasn't a tax if you didn't pay for your health care. It was a fine. So that little word limbo, you know, you get in there and you you, you, you turn everything around, shake it all about. That's what, it, you know, kind of do the whole They hokey-pokied the fine into a tax. Well, along comes the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, and he says, no, 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 no. There's not going to be any individual mandate penalty any longer. So without the mandate, is it still Obamacare? Do you still have to get it? Is it still a law? Should we be talking? I'm going to get into that much more. Hey, follow me, at Real Matlock, on Twitter. Filling in for Andrea Kay. You're listening to 96.1 FM and AM 1170, The Answer San Diego. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
1: Well, you're actually listening to Matt Locke filling in for Andrea Kay, but I tell it like it is, too. Welcome back to the program. Flies. When the gremlins are rolling and I have to apologize to DJ Potato Skins. I was calling him the wrong. I think they the
2: might wrong. have left DJ Potato, Potato Skins. <laughs> DJ
1: yeah, Potato skin. Skins.
2: Off the manifesto, but it'll be
0: back. Winning, winning, winning. Hey, we're in the vegetable family, man. We're all good.
1: I love it. I had the wrong stick, skin, side. So- I've been out of the loop with the Andrew e. K. Show for a while. I've been kind of busy doing the Matt Lock Show. But I was talking about the Supreme Court, and uh, I'll apologize for the little glitch. It's a, it's some kind of technical issue, but you're going to hear me, so there is that. But uh, we were talking about the Supreme Court and Obamacare, and we we're talking about Chief Justice John Roberts before the break. And as you know, a fine turned into a tax, and the next. We all got crappy health care. If you liked the plan, you got to keep it, remember? And kept it, you did because it stinks. And I'm seeing a lot of your comments over on Twitter. I mean, you know, I have to pay over $1,500 a month for the crappy plan on Obamacare. You know, they're, they're no choice in Indiana. Sorry, pickled squirrel. That's the way it's going to work. Um, once again, Roberts, a lot, I would assume. And then, of course, the Russians, those crazy Russians don't want to hear the truth. But Obamacare, Obamacare. The states want the courts to overturn Obamacare, arguing that the individual mandate penalty for not buying health insurance, which the court, murray the tax, has been set to zero. That's not a zero-nothing for those of you in Flint, Indiana, and you'll recognize that joke from the Matlock show, but President Donald Trump's tax reforms turn that fine into nothing. Now, if there's no fine, if there's no tax, that the entire law must be unconstitutional, right? Justices Samuel Alito and Neil Gorsuch believe that's the case. They protested against the court's apparent bias today, quote, decision today's decision is the third installment in our epic affordable care act trilogy. And it follows the same pattern as installments 1 and 2. In all t- Affordable Care Act facing a serious threat, the court has pulled off an improbable rescue. You know, I'll liken it to this. You know, Star Wars: New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Oh no! Well, Return love that of the stuff. Jedi. Amazing, amazing. You can never beat them. And then you got all the prequels. You know, Happy Phantom Menace and the you That's know good the, stuff too. No, come on. Well, it's come not on, quite DJ. as good, but
0: I see where you're kind of going with this. If, it, if you focus on the last three, uh, yeah, that's really going downhill.
1: Well, it's just one of the things here. It, it, it's an epic trilogy. Yes, from a Supreme Court that is supposed to be judging laws, not making them. So Alito wrote, Texas and the other state plaintiffs have standing. So some of the Supreme Court justices thought they had standing. And now that the tax imposed by the mandate is set at zero, the mandate cannot be sustained under the taxing power. And as a result, it's clearly unconstitutional. But, you know, we don't worry about judging the law anymore in the Supreme Court we don't worry about that. It's all political activism now on the Supreme Court. We're seeing this, but I will tell you news for you. I always say, I never, you know, DJ Potato Skins, do you always want the good news first or the bad news? You know, are, are you looking, do you like the good news or the bad you news? You know,
0: first? I guess it's a matter of perspective. I always want the bad news first because I'm like, okay, the good me news too. might be great, but if I get the bad news after, then I'm not even going to remember the good news. Give me the bad news first.
1: Exactly. And that's the way I am. So here's the good news. Here's the good news. First Amendment victory. So the Supreme Court was busy. And on today, Thursday, they unanimously overturned a lower court ruling regarding the city of Philadelphia. Now, what was happening here, the city of Philadelphia was barring from being placed with Catholic social services. Crazy Christians. I mean, it's so wild that you wouldn't allow children to go to grow up in a God fearing home. But that's exactly what was happening in the city of Philadelphia. They didn't want foster children being placed with Catholic social services. Why? Catholics are unwilling to endorse same sex couples. Oh my gosh. Now I went to Twitter. And I asked the question because I was genuinely intrigued. I I was curious. I have my opinions on adoption and on same-sex marriage. I have my opinions on homosexuality and all the other goofy garbage we see that's coming out of the left in every alphabet soup deal we can find. But I put it to Twitter and I got some very interesting responses. You know, obviously a man and a woman create a baby. We're not going to talk about the birds and the bees on the show. I'm sure you know how that happens. You need a man, you need a woman to, to create a child. So you would not want to see a child go to that type of home, right? I mean, that would be my, that'd be my platform. That'd be what I would like to see. But look, I don't care what you do in your bedroom. If you're good people, you're good people. And if you've got children out there who need to be adopted, wouldn't you want them in a good, loving home? Uh, you know we can debate about homosexuality, we can date about same-sex couples, we can talk about this all day long, but in the end, isn't it in the best in- interest of the child to be in a stable home where they can grow up and actually, you know, have a life and not live on the street or become criminals or all that stuff? So in a 9 nothing the Supreme Court held that the city of Philadelphia's refusal— to contract with the Catholic Social Services for the provision of foster care services unless the agency agreed to certify same-sex couples as foster parents violated the Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment. Hey, we finally followed... I mean, that's amazing, right? We don't see it a lot these days. It's like the communist left, and that's what they are today. They're not socialists, they're communists. Democrats are communists. They wanna they want to replace our constitutional republic with a system that benefits them. That's why they're kowtowing to Russia and all the other G says in China and all that. But we finally followed the law. So here's a quote, by the way. It says Philadelphia took this extraordinary action not in response to any legal violation nor in response to any complaint it received but because the CSS's religious beliefs and practices regarding marriage, which city officials read about in the local paper. commissioner's brief reads, noting the Third Circuit ruled in favor of Philadelphia, considering the city's actions neutral. So there's my question. I'd like you to go to I'd like you to go to Twitter. How do you feel about same-sex couples? Adopting children. Should it be something they should do? Should it not be something they do? Should we put up parameters, or should we have judgment, or what's going on here, because this is a big deal. I mean, the CSS, one of their main objectives of their whole entire religion is to help children, to help orphan children. You know, this this is what they, They follow God and, you know, all the things that, you know, you get with religion, but they're quite active in the orphan, in the orphanages, in young children and being placed. But here we are. Here we are in year 2021. Just when you thought you couldn't get any worse that 2020 was a terrible year. Worried about the fact that the Catholics will not. You know, say, well, we believe in same-sex couples. It's like the the guy, uh, Phillips, his last name, out there that uh, all of these LGBTQ, elemental P uh, organizations have all targeted him. I mean, he can't be the only baker in Colorado, right? He doesn't want to bake a wedding cake for a homosexual couple because he doesn't believe in gay marriage. I mean that's a religion that should be protected. We live in America. Go have your cake made by someone else. I mean, it's the free market, right? They put up let me let me give you another example. The COVID virus, the mask, the vaccinations, right? We're seeing businesses today put up signs in their window that say you, we're not doing business with you if you're not vaccinated. Why can't Jack Phillips say I'm not doing business with you if you don't agree with my religious beliefs? I mean, that's the question, right? What's the difference in that statement? One's religion, the other one's kind of a religion. I mean, if you look at the Democrat Party, they they worship at the altar of transgenders and you know the what are, what are they the Le lesbian? Uh, what LG? What so what? Lesbian. Uh, just sender, transbender, bisexual, uh, something or other. I mean, it's all, it's really gay is G. I know what it means. Sorry. I was just trying to be funny, but they, they, they worship at the altar of the LGBT community. But yet you have a cake baker in general in Colorado. I think he's in Denver that cannot say, I don't want to provide you service a small business, any business, should be able to say, look, we're not. I'm, I'm not giving you service for whatever reason. No shirt, no shoes, you know, no entrance, right? Remember those deals? You weren't wearing shoes. You weren't wearing. And now if you're not vaccinated or have a vaccination passport, you can't come in. Please explain to me how if you're not for gay marriage, that that wouldn't be something that you could use to not make an, a, a wedding cake. And here we are with religion, and, and I'm going to all of this up. We've got one more segment left in the show, but it's an attack on Christianity. You know, I'm not I'm not a Bible thumper. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian. I don't beat my listeners over the head with religion. I, that's that's completely your choice. It's an individual choice you worship, who you sleep with, what your lifestyle is, what you do in your personal time is zero percent of my business, right? And that's the way life should be. I don't care what you're doing. As long as it's not against the law, you go do you. You go worship your God, your Buddha, your idol, your book, whatever, that's up to you. You go sleep with uh, Tom, Dick, or Harry, or Megan, Sally, or Sue, or whoever you decide to spend your time in the bedroom, I don't care. But when it comes to religion, it should be protected. All right, guys, gals, coming up on the final segment of Andrea K. Show, we're going to talk about the border. I'm down here in Texas in our... Vice President, I have to be very careful here because I call her funny names on my show that don't fly on terrestrial radio. Um, she hasn't made it to the border, but President Trump's going there. And Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas says we need $250 million. As a We're going to talk about that and much more. Matt Locke filling in for Andrea K here on 96.1 FM and 1170 AM. The Answer San Diego. Be right back.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter
1: at Andrea K Show, and
0: follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, Kay.
1: spelled K A Y E.
0: A K Dynamite and address, or just
1: Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the Answer San Diego. All right, welcome back to Andrea K Show. Matt Lock here, filling in for the vacation. Off to some wedding somewhere in some tropical island, I'm sure, having a Mai Tai or two, and probably eating some food, by what I hear from the producer. Always food, Uh, always food. Yes, food-centric around here, I hear. Speaking of which, I missed dinner, so I'm going to eat that after I'm done. But Matlock here, filling in for Andrea K. Go find me at thematlockshow.com. L-O-C-K-E is where you can find me. All my social medias, you like what you hear. But I'm down in Texas. I I am a transplant. I I was born and raised in Fort Wayne, Indiana. 1190, whoa, whoa, is where I got my start, the big 50,000 blow blow torch up there. But uh, I moved. I traded one fort for the next fort, and down here in Fort Worth, Texas. And I have to tell you, it's degrees and hot here today. But we have a little problem down here on the border of Texas. We have illegal aliens just streaming over the border. It's crazy. I talked to the Border Patrol. They can't say a lot of things. I have a lot of friends in the Border Patrol. And it's out of hand. I mean, we we are seeing not been seen in years, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's President Trump. He's no, it's really not Trump who screwed up the border. It's the policies of the Joe Biden administration that have allowed all of this craziness that we're seeing at the border. I mean, 700 percent capacity in these holding cells. You know, from their parents. You know, remember when that was actually something that the media would actually report on you know because it was president trump and he was mean and he he separated families and all this stuff well multiply that by about 600 and here we are well enter stage right one kamala harris now if you listen to the you can find out what i really call her but it's not terrestrially approved so there's that but we know how she got to the top so i'll go that far um she's supposed to be the border czar. You know, the the, the vice president, the vice president of the United States supposed to be important, right? She couldn't get she couldn't get two percent of California. She couldn't get two percent of America. As a matter of fact, she dropped primary for the Democrat uh, ticket before the Iowa caucus. And now she's the vice president of the United States because she's a woman and she has melatonin that is darker. I mean, those are the qualifications today to be the vice president of the United States. But she doesn't want to come to the border. Actually, they, you know, this is the, really want to know the behind the scenes. This is the plan. Cloward and Piven. Re- go go read up on Cloward, Cloward and Piven. They were two attorneys. They were two socialist Marxists who said, look, if you cause enough destruction, if you overwhelm the system, you can break it down and replace what you want. So do you think that Kamala Harris is going to head to the southern border? Of course not. So guess who is? Former President Donald Trump. He's going to visit the decimated Mexico border with Texas Governor Greg Abbott on June 30th here in less than two weeks from yesterday, right? So former President Donald Trump is scheduled to visit the U.S.-Mexico border with Texas Governor Greg Abbott at the end of the month, which he described on Tuesday as an unmitigated disaster zone. Now, I'm going to read this comment from the former president. And I I want you to listen to this very carefully, okay? He says, Biden and Harris, control of our border over to the cartels, criminals, and coyotes, drug dealers, MS-13 gang members, human smugglers, sex traffickers, and the criminal elements of the world now have free reign. Every bit of that's right, kids. I mean, I want you to think about this for a second drugs, criminals, gang members, human smugglers, sex traffickers. I mean, I thought the Democrats were the Me Too party, right? They didn't want sex trafficking. They wanted the kids to be with their mom and dad, right? Don't split the families. But yet at the border, this is what we're seeing. What Biden and Harris have done, Trump said, and are continuing to do to our border is a grave and willful dereliction of duty that's a that that's a good word dereliction they are literally incompetent that's the problem with what is currently in the united states of america at 1600 pennsylvania avenue we have two people that are unqualified to do the job necessary for you and i and we live the really scary thing is we live in a representative republic so you vote Well, somebody voted for him. Yet, we don't know why. We don't know how. And I ask the question all the time on my show who? There's someone, someone, a group, a person, someone in power on the night of November 3rd at about, I don't know, midnight, one in the morning, counting votes in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona. Somebody had to somebody had to be in charge of that. Someone had to throw out the orders. Who is running the country? And do you agree, by the way? I'm almost out of time. We got just a couple minutes. Greg Abbott announced yesterday that there's going to be two hundred and fifty million dollars as a down payment on a state funded border wall. Now I can tell you being in Texas here, we don't we don't pay any state income. Nice. But we pay a ton of property tax. A ton. We are getting taxed just as much as the rest of the world, the rest of the country. I don't know how I feel about this 250 million dollars that I worked pretty To go to a border wall. Now I want safety. Let's not get let's not be wrong here. I like what I'm seeing in Texas. We need to safely protect our borders. We need to safely protect the citizens of Texas. We need to safely protect the citizens of America. You know, along New Mexico, Arizona, California. As you see it, you see it every day too. We need to protect the citizens of the United States of America. The problem is Where does the money come from? You know, the federal government's bringing in $3.6 trillion a year. Maybe if they were little better shepherds of our dollars, of money to fund a border wall. Guys, that's it. I got about 30 seconds. Matt Locke here filling in for Andrea K. If you do me a great big favor, if you like what you heard today, go follow me at real Matt Locke on all my social medias. Make sure you go check out the Matt Locke show on Rumble. You can see my ruggedly handsome face and go download the podcast where can be found i appreciate the honor of filling in for andrea k it is they're, they're tiny shoes to fill and i wear size 15 guys thanks a lot you've been listening to 96.1 fm 1170 am the answer san diego stay classy <laughs>